For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. It is himself on this uh, early morning, Friday, February 2nd, 2024. And welcome to the podcast. I am the podcaster. You're the podcast ease. And this is the... Wow. That is a very loud duck today. We better lower that sound there, Mr. Producer. Oh, that's me. I apologize for that. I've been fooling with the sound because I I listened to yesterday's podcast to see if I'd said something. And I noticed a couple of the the effects were on the low side. Now, that one's on the high side. So my apologies uh, if you are a first-time listener to the podcast because I have been pimping the podcast to people that I would like to listen. Not everybody knows about it. I'm keeping it very selective now. Uh, you know who I don't want. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. I am on board the beautiful Oceana Insignia. We are on our way to Pago Pago or Pago Pago in America, American Samoa after two days in Bora Bora. Some people called it Bora Boring. It's not my cup of tea, but the people that went snorkeling and scuba diving it's paradise. The reefs, the coral reefs, you're swimming with stingrays, you're swimming with sharks. Uh, they said it was nothing short of spectacular. That is what I would say to anybody considering a trip down here. If you're one of those people that like to see things under the water and not in your bathtub, this would be the perfect place. We did last night have a folkloric show by the pool. Uh, folkloric is a, I believe, a Spanish word that means uh, you guys got money, uh, then we got drums. Because a lot of people came on and banged them drums. And about 20 young people danced in straw skirts and whatever. Uh, and the, the host was about, looked like, uh, looked like a, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. He was massive with a huge headdress. The head, he must have been seven foot with the headwear. Very nice show. And everybody was uh, very happy. And all of the staff worked hard. They put palm fronds and things, tiki horses, uh, tiki torches, not lit though, all over. Staff were wearing uh, Polynesian lays and all that good stuff. Really well, well done. I forgot to ask you at the top of the podcast, what did you do with the four minutes I gave you yesterday? I gave you four yesterday, six the day before. I'm giving you nothing today. We're going for the third. We're going for the thirty today. The big Friday finish. Going for the tidy, the tidy dirty or the dirty tidy. The big Friday finish. Man, I'm wide awake. It's dark. It's early. I'm getting used to this. I need to get psychiatric treatment. Uh, the email address is thedrakepodcast at gmail.com. Thedrakepodcast at gmail.com. If you're enjoying this podcast, have listened to it in the past, and you've come back to listen again. What are you thinking? Please spread the word. Uh, share it to some friends and go, hey, hey, give this moron a chance. I don't know if I told this story. I don't, once I do this and put it in the can, so to speak, that doesn't sound right. Uh, I forget what I said, 
But uh, a couple of nights ago, I think I might have told you, one of our bartenders is from Jamaica. His name is Shane, and he's a spectacular guy. And so I was out last night for the pool party, and, of course, I kept calling him Wisconsin because the other day, after a couple of pops, I said, Shane, you're from Jamaica, right? He goes, no, I'm from Wisconsin, you moron. I'm teaching these kids bad manners. Prayers for our military, for all of our men and women, and whatever you call yourselves. Uh, the Hooties will not give up. And I got an interesting note from one of my listeners, and I will tell you, the listeners I have are incredibly intelligent, well-read, well-traveled, and have a lot of money. Eh, well, I shouldn't have said that way, a couple of dollars. Anyway, and Len said to me, you know, Panama Canal, they're reducing the amount of transit because of a water shortage. Suez Canal, Red Sea, major problems. People skipping it. Now, ships, freighters, tankers are going to have to go around the Cape of Good Hope or Cape Horn the way they did in the 1700s with Captain Cook. And there are a lot of people out there that are probably happy. They're driving us back to the Stone Age, except for the fact that they're going to burn a lot more fuel and they're going to cause a lot more problems with the environment. And I don't know. Yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm going crazy between these Iranian-backed whack jobs and, of course, the Imans. The Imans are us that are uh, uh, feeding them all the weapons. And, you know, the world is already filled with anti-Semites, if you don't know that. Oh, my God, our country, especially Israeli haters. Israel haters. Why, why don't we just give it to tell Netanyahu? Take him out. Take him out. Everybody's mad at Israel anyway. They were attacked, and now they're the bad guys. Take him out. Princess Cruise Lines announced that the island princess will no longer sail to the Middle East or Asia as part of its world cruise because of the surrounding conflict. The letter read, based on the current security environment and future uncertainties in the area of the world, and we have no faith in anybody to get it done. We, they don't want to negotiate. We have no choice but to cancel it. I don't know where the hell they're going. It's the uh, Island Princess. They're out of Melbourne, Australia. It is their world cruise. Uh, that Because of this, because of the Hooties No Blowfish, the uh, Imans are us, those uh, idiots, uh, they will cancel visits to uh, Tasmania, Bali, Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, Sri Lanka, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, United Arab Emirates, Salalalala, Oman, Aqaba, Aqaba, Jordan, Petra, one of the best stops in the world, of course, and the Suez Canal. All because of the Iranian back whack jobs and the Imans, Imans are us. And I'm not making fun of a religion, by the way. I'm making fun of the people that are the ridiculous. That's all. Wash your hands. Wash them off. And I know you're tired of me saying it. Wash your bottle, too. Well, they had an outbreak of all places. An outbreak of norovirus on the Queen Victoria. Cunards, Queen Victoria. Oh, over 100 tea-drinking English people were going, ooh, uh, uh, during their 111-night voyage from Hamburg to Cindy. Sydney. Health officials are investigating the cause. Come on. We know what the cause is. Somebody went off in port, touched something, and they didn't wash their hands, and they brought it on board. They touched everything. The CDC reported an outbreak, which means it was more than 2%, and the Queen Victoria is operated by Carnival. It's not their fault. Not anybody's fault. Well, it is somebody's fault. Somebody went out somewhere, one of those ports of coal, and they picked it up. They brought it on board. How do you solve it? Gee, I uh, can't use the Lord's name in vain. My wife's mad at me. 
Wash your hands. Wash them often. Uh, according to the article or the letter from Cunard, they immediately activated their enhanced health and, health and safety protocols to ensure that, you know what that is, it becomes a floating washing machine. The walls are wet. Everything is uh, crazy. I know. You're tired of hearing it. I might cut it out. Give it a couple more weeks. I might, you know, but I feel obligated. A sense of uh, responsibility. Not a fiduciary uh, as my friend Arthur told me, you're the furthest thing from a fiduciary as could ever be fiduciary. Uh, follow up. Oh, let's get to birthdays first. Three choices today. Could have went with Stan Getz, the girl from Eponema. Uh, not the girl from Epilepsy. I don't know. Uh, had a choice. Had a choice with Shakira. And I was going with Shakira because I thought, let's go younger demographic. And she's from Colombia. Let's broaden our horizons. And her song was called Hips Don't Lie, <laughs> which fits in this demographic. When you get up in the morning, you can't, you can't put one foot in front of the other. You know why? Because the hips don't lie, baby. <sighs> but I decided to go with this guy, partly because Shakira's recording was impossible to find anything to listen to. So I went with this guy. And this song should be the theme song of the new icon of the seas. It really should. Let's give a little taste. Teach your children well. Yeah, damn right. Their fathers have little mutants, rugrats, hooligans, genetic mistakes. Them on your dreams. Yeah. The one they picked. The one you know by. All right, happy birthday, Graham Nash. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. He wrote that all by himself. He wrote it. They were on again, off again, like a bad married couple. You know, they toured, then they didn't tour. Now I don't think they talked to anybody. Everybody's mad at everybody. He, he tours on his own. But a uh, very nice song. Teach your children, people, and teach them well. Hmm. Uh, here's a follow-up. I, this is why I yesterday had to listen to the podcast because I couldn't remember whether I talked about it. And I don't think I did. Coincidence? Maybe. I doubt it. If I'm repeating myself, I apologize. If you've downloaded it, just move it forward. There is a website called The Street. It's all about Wall Street. And uh, two days ago, I mentioned that Celebration Key, that amazing destination in the Grand Bahamas that Carnival is building ready next year, that is the answer to the icon of the seas because you can only put so much crap on a ship. In order to have all that crap on a ship, uh, the icon has to be 250,000 tons. So they can have all of the aqua dome and the theaters and the ice skating rink and everything. But, you know, you run out of room. Uh, by the way, the icon, well, we'll get to that, Jason Liberty. They're charging a fortune, a fortune to sail in, and they're getting it. So congratulations. But... The answer, Carnival has it. Celebration key. You go there with a ship, and it's unbelievable. Now, I said that two days ago. Yesterday, uh, in the website, the street, what'd they say? That same thing. So they're listening to me, or I should be writing for the street. Because I was ahead of it. The guru had it before this guy had it. Either that or somebody recommended my website or my uh, podcast, and he said, hey, good idea, T. So he went with it. But the guru said it first. 
the destinations are the future of Caribbean cruising. You can only put so much crap on a ship. I'm not talking about the meals either. I'm talking about all the toys, the go-kart track, everything else. Watch what NCL does with their private island. They're going to put a lot more money into that. And it's going to be the ultimate destination. You don't care anymore. You got to get on a ship and go to an amusement park in the middle of the water. Middle of the, uh, whatever it is, Gulf of Mexico. Uh, follow up. This could be a tirade. By the way, I mentioned yesterday about Allen Iverson. And I did find Allen Iverson was a Hall of Fame uh, guard for the Philadelphia 76ers. Always a problem. And didn't like the practice. And he was questioned about that. And his answer was, what are we talking about practice, man? What are we talking For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. About practice? We're talking about practice, man. <laughs> We're talking about practice. 20 times he said we're talking about practice. So whenever I feel like I'm getting out of line, I'm going... Are we talking about tirades? Are we talking tirades? This might be. Delta, actually not Delta, American Express has raised the cost of the Delta Platinum Business American Express by $100, $250 to $350. And at the same time, Delta has decided that will not get you into the Delta Sky Club. The only reason I have a Delta uh, American Express Business Platinum credit card is because it got me into the Sky Club. I will be canceling this. I don't get it. I get banners from the Sky Club, but why the hell did you raise? Why did you raise the cost of the credit card? Because there's the only benefit to that credit card. They give you like a hundred dollar uh, credit or, or a companion ticket. I don't fly economy, so the uh, the companion ticket is only for economy. None of it works. That's a miniature tirade. Miniature indeed. <laughs> Here's what I believe. I don't care what you believe. Yeah, she's louder today. She was a little soft yesterday. You, know, you got to have, she's got to be, you know, Judge Judy's got to be a little loud. There's another follow-up. I mentioned I've never been on a ship that rescued anybody. I'm getting close. It was in the, in the family, Norwegian Prima. The other day, I missed the story. I rescued a dozen refugees from a makeshift craft, if you saw this thing, your heart would break. These people wanted to escape somewhere. It doesn't say where they were trying to I think they were trying to get from Mexico into the United States because they were found in the, the Gulf of Mexico heading towards, you know, the United States. They were trying to get in somehow, but it was a mess. They ran out of food. They were emaciated, dehydrated, and luckily the Norwegian Prima was able to find them. They were adrift with no power. And they they picked them up and fed them and, and medically treated them in the whole nine yards and then turned them over to the Mexican authorities, which is what has to happen legally. But congratulations to the people on the Norwegian Prima. That's got to feel great. I've said it before. It has to feel great when you're able to help a dozen people that are absolutely stranded and having eight and they had little water left and they grabbed them. Our world is just crazy. All right. Here's the headline. 
Royal Caribbean is now the icon of the market, too. Royal Caribbean, now the icon of the market, too. What does that mean? Yesterday, they reported their uh, 2023 earnings per share, and they were big. Everything they talked about was big. So so is the stock price, and I'm sick about it. Because in November, they were trading uh, around 92, and I thought, you know, this industry is just shaky. And I got rid of it. Now they're trading at 125 126 Their stock went up $50 in one year. I looked at NCL Holdings. I looked at Carnival. It went $3, $4. Carnival's at 17 16 17 and Norwegian's at 18 17 18 I still don't understand this. And Royal Caribbean's at 125 The market loves Jason Liberty. That's all I can figure. And he said 2023 was an exceptional year propelled by unmatched demand for our brands from new and loyal guests. Look, they have com- they completely understand Caribbean cruising. 53 or 55% of their fleet is deployed in the Caribbean. They completely get it. And they home port. They don't have headaches. You know, when you have your fleet is home porting, the embarkation process, debarkation process is so smooth. I, this is on brand. I'm not knocking our product, but we are a nomad cruise line for the most part. Good example, I just saw the Serena. Will be, we will be home porting in Barbados next summer. That is tough. That is tough. There are problems there. There are expenses there, extra costs there. It's just never the same twice. If you're not docked in the right place at the right time, man, you have a problem. And it costs the cruise line money. And every time we go to a new port on a turnaround, Reykjavik, whatever, there's a lot of expense involved. Royal Caribbean, home porting in so many the same every week. It's a ground a, a, a Groundhog Day, but it's just smooth and it's efficient. And they got that whole. They understand this whole Caribbean market in a big way. You know they're in love with China like everybody else. Now they're that's a whole another animal. But according to Jason Liberty, with our industry leading global brands, I wouldn't say they're global. You don't think of really. Well, Caribbean, I don't, you know, they, their older ships are running around Europe, but their big mothers are all running around the Caribbean. He said demand for our brands continues to outpace bro- broader travel as a result of consumers spend further shifting toward experiences and the exceptional vacado. I took this out. Oh, no, I still have it. The hell does that mean? That means whatever the hell you want it to mean. I know what it means. This guy... Everything he touches turns to gold. I mean, he was Richard Fain's number two guy for a long time. He he did all the refinancing, all the loans to survive during the pandemic. All of it, all of it, you know, he was part of. I will maybe, maybe differ. And how could I differ with a guy that's probably making 15 million a year? What, you know, but he did say that, you know, the icon of the seas has forever changed the industry. But he should have said the Caribbean cruise industry because, you know, it, it is Greyhound with life jackets. And there, 
you know, there's a lot to be looked at. They just started sailing. Uh, and they claim everything is perfect. Yeah, look, it's 6,000 people and oy, whatever. He said, every once in a while, a revolutionary product comes out that resonates so strongly and makes such a widespread impact that it forever changes the status quo. I don't know about that, Jason. I mean, you just made it bigger. You made it a monster. Uh and it remains to be seen how that's going to work out. It is so technologically advanced. One fuse goes in the wrong direction. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. All the electronics that control all of that entertainment. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it all, you know, the, it's mind-boggling. In order to entertain very bored Americans or laid-back Brits, they go to this great lengths. And at the end of the day, I never, never hear anybody say they went on Royal Caribbean to eat. No one ever says that. So he might say it's revolutionary. It's just big. I mean, it's revolutionary in terms of in terms of shipbuilding. Oh, without a doubt. I don't think it's revolutionary in terms of the cruise industry. It's the same thing on a bigger scale. And as I said, you can only put so much crap on a cruise ship that's as big as you can get. And I think Carnival is not far off with Celebration Key. You can put a lot of stuff there in the portals, in the portals, whatever that means. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, this one. This one is on United. Figure it out. You know I've been beating up Boeing. You notice I didn't have a Boeing. We didn't play Boeing today. Maybe I should play Boeing for United. A Boeing, a Boeing, a Bow, a Boeing 737-800. Operated by United Airlines, made an emergency landing in Atlanta on Wednesday. It took off from Charlotte on its way to Houston, and the co-pilot said to the pilot there, uh, I don't know how to break the news to you, but one of these engines not working. What do you mean it's not working? It's not working. We have one engine. We can't go to Houston with one engine. So they went up, and they weren't up there very long, and they came right back down, and they landed, luckily, in Atlanta. And everything was fine. The engine wasn't one of fire. It just didn't work. It didn't work. And, uh, you know, of course, United is going to be very coy about it. Um, they said uh, it, it landed in Atlanta due to a mechanical issue. The flight landed safely and passengers deplaned normally. Now, they didn't deplane normally. They were aggravated. They're aggravated. They're on the way to Houston. They end up in Atlanta. For once in their life, they didn't have to go through Atlanta. They were pumped. They got on to Charlotte and go, we're going straight to Houston. This is unbelievable. Nah, here we go. We're in Atlanta. And uh, so they weren't deplaning normally. They were coming down aggravated, not happy. And they were going to be met by a Delta person that went, eh, what do you want us to do about it? According to the article, uh, the engine shutdown was due to a loss of engine oil. Has nothing to do with the plane, nothing to do with Boeing. It's probably a Rolls-Royce engine, and it wasn't maintained properly. So Scott Kirby, who is the guy throwing Boeing under the bus right now, the chairman of the CEO of United, maybe they have to look in their own house 
They have to look in their own house and say, hey, we better take a step back and look at all of our maintenance procedures. That's straight from the guru. Wee! I'm rolling, huh? <laughs> and you know what Scott Kirby would say to me? Well, here's a quarter. Oh, that's loud. Call someone who cares. Sorry, Kath. <laughs> I was trying to adjust the effects. Hey, it's early. I still can't believe I can get this pumped in the dock. What that? I don't know what that means. All right, how about this one? This is not even, I don't even know why I'm doing this story. I like it. Witness Protection Program for Fish. Witness Protection Program for Fish. Sometimes corporate America does things. You don't know why they do things. But SeaWorld Entertainment Inc. decided they don't like to be called SeaWorld Entertainment Inc. Now, of course, they began as SeaWorld. They were famous for SeaWorld. Now half the whales have gone and whatever. But they also own Bush Gardens and other Discovery Cove and other places, Aquatica in Orlando. So they, they branched out. They're, they're not about fish anymore. They're about roller coasters and whatever, scary rides. So they're changing the name from SeaWorld Entertainment, Inc. to United Parks and Resorts, Inc. Uh, they're not changing the name of SeaWorld or any other places. They're just changing the name for corporate name, which means they have to change all of their letterhead, all everything. All their branding has to be redone. You know, they don't brand. I mean, SeaWorld is a big brand, but they're going to change it. I don't know why. According to the CEO, Mark Swanson, he said in a release, our new company name, United Parks and Resorts, better, better reflects that we have been and will continue to be a diverse collection of park brands and experiences. I don't think anybody in America cared. They went to Aquatica. They went to SeaWorld. They went to Discovery Cove. That's all in Orlando, by the way. Um, they went there. They didn't care. Well, I'm sure when they went to the gate, excuse me, what's the name of the company that owns this? Did anybody ever ask that? No. Eh, what'd that cost? What'd that cost? Ah, this one. This story is in today because of what was inside the story. And this is what it said. Princess has put the kibosh on this. <laughs> now, this is from the Rat Blog, Cruise Hive. Um, that's not really a journalistic blog site. It's uh, the rat blog. They usually put up all the stuff that the other ones won't because they depend on advertising from the major cruise lines. So the rat blog will put up anything. And uh, the headline, well, it said, Princess Cruises has put the kibosh, <laughs> has put the, hold on. Practice. Sorry, wrong button. Put the kibosh on a two-year pilot program that would have had two ships, cruise ships calling on Yorktown, Virginia. Uh, first of all, two-year pilot program doesn't sound like something that's going to be unbelievable. Oh my God, they're they're doing a two-year pilot program, maybe with Boeing. Now it really amounted to one of their ships or two of their ships, the Island Princess, the Emerald Princess, planned on calling on Yorktown, Virginia, this summer. Uh, they were after tender in, which is annoying, uh, and, but the people of Yorktown weren't real happy. And Princess wisely said, "You know what? Screw you. We'll go somewhere else." Uh, so they're going to go to Norfolk. And I've been to Norfolk, and initially I went, "Oh, Norfolk! It's a nice terminal. It's a nice little town. There's restaurants and things, and you. It's still a gateway to the Civil War. It's a gateway to go to all the places to look at." on the Civil War. So it doesn't matter. They thought Yorktown would be a more a better a better a gateway, but the people of the year didn't want. So you know what? I, I think Princess did the right thing. They went, hey, 
here's your here's your uh, here's your shore excursion. Here's your jobs, buses, tourist dollars. We'll take it to the next place. They said they like us. You don't like us. Who cares? And that's not the business people in Yorktown. They probably wanted the business. Sell a T-shirt, sell a drink, sell something. But the people said otherwise. So anyway, they they can all, they can do it all from um, from uh, Norfolk. It doesn't matter. You, according to this, you visit Virginia's high, historic triangle, Yorktown, Jamestown, and Williamsburg. You can do it all, all from there. And the Battle of Yorktown that decisively ended the Revolutionary War. Oh, this was the Revolution. Oh, what do I know? I'm not the guru of the war. I'm not the guru of the Civil War or the Revolutionary. This is the one with the red coats and stuff. We kicked their butt. Are you sure you're talking about Carnival? Let me check the time here because I promise we're going to 30. I have to drag this story out. <laughs> are you sure you are talking about Carnival? Carnival Cruise Line brand ambassador John Held posted details about the cruise line's mobility scooter policy and the size limitations for mobility devices on board. Carnival, the fun cruise. Did you ever, ever think they would make such a drastic change in their demographic that they have a scooter policy? And the bottom line is this. They, won't, they don't want scooters parked in the hallway. That's it. If it don't fit in your room, you're not bringing it on. Your door has to match the size of your scooter, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, you can't park it outside, or unless that can fold up. Um, there's a whole policy about it. Um, it claims that uh, in order to purchase a standard stateroom, mobility devices must be able to fit through its 22-inch wide entry door and must fold and collapse so when stored, it allows safe exit from the stateroom. They don't want it in the hallway. Partly because of safety reasons and partly because they don't want the other people to realize how old, their, how old their customer base has become. It used to be the fun ship. And now, what? you know what they sell? Vodka and prune juice, baby. Pile driver. Hello. Where are we? According to the policy, scooters that do not fit in the stateroom will not be allowed on board. Before you get on board, they're going to measure your scooter. And then you're, they're going to look at the stateroom you're in. If you're not, if the scooter doesn't fit in... You're not getting in. Scooter rentals must be arranged in advance. You can't show up there and say, uh, uh, can I have a wheelchair? People do that. I understand that. Those days are gone. It's a litigious, litigious, we sue people, society. When people get on board Oceana ships in Miami's example, none of our crew staff can take anybody off in a wheelchair. They have to be handled by the, 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 the short side people. And once they get on board, they have to have their own wheelchair, or their own scooter. They can't borrow one from the cruise line because if the wheel falls off, they're going to sue them. Because if, you know, I've told this story in the past, a guy came on, he didn't know how to put his batteries into the, into the scooter. And the engineer said he didn't know either. And the guy was really mad. What the engineer was saying is, I'm not going to put those lithium batteries in because if they catch on fire, you're going to tell me I did it wrong. You bought it, you put them in. Show your wife how to do it. We're not doing it because if we do it and something goes wrong, it's been fine until I touched it. Sad, but true. Anyway, pretty amazing. Guests who bring scooters on that are larger than 21 inches wide or travel with multiple scooters in the same stateroom must purchase a fully accessible stateroom with the 32-inch doorway. 
or rent a smaller scooter appropriately, appropriately suited for the stateroom. You can't put it in the hallway. End of story. I don't know what the policy is here. I see them in the hallway. I walk around them all the time. We don't have that many, and I'm not knocking anybody that has mobility issues. I really am not. Um, I do sometimes get concerned when you want to take it under the tender, and it's very unsafe for everybody involved, and it's to go ashore. Why? Especially the Caribbean. Just buy the video. That's my opinion. But I've been doing this for too long. I'm grumpy and jaded and lots of other things. And John Heald who's the brand ambassador, says, you know, we recognize that people use these scooters because there are challenges they face and there are a few on, few on board as well with elevators, probably the biggest, I, that makes no sense. But anyway, they get it, but you have to be respectful of other people. You just have to. What? What are you saying, Tommy? Respectful of other people? It's the cruise industry. Not here. Everybody here is respectful of everybody else. I'm on brand, right? You better believe it. On brand in the dark. Well, we're going to make it to 30. We kept the energy level up. We talked about Hootie's No Blowfish. I didn't hit you with a Boeing today. Wash your hands. They didn't do that on Queen Victoria. Excuse me, no tea for me today. Could you have it brought to the room? Delta raising the... Now, American Express, screw that. I'm canceling every one of my American Express cards. I have too many anyway. Jason Liberty is the golden boy of Wall Street with Royal Caribbean. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if the icon actually changed the industry much. A lot of talk about it. It's too big. United has to make sure there's oil in the engines. <laughs> Most of the people on this cruise have to worry about oil in their engine. I'll tell you that, folks. I'm here all week. Try to feel... Uh, it's Friday. Oh, what a busy weekend. I'm back on stage tomorrow, day after tomorrow. I'm in class tomorrow with my students who are learning to do stand-up comedy. I'm rehearsing the 18 performers in my play called Tales from the Lunch Room. All this for the same money I would get if I was just on a 10-day cruise going nowhere. But I'm with the wife. I'm not complaining. I'm grateful. Don't wrap me out to the home office. Uh, I got the weekend off. I'm going to party tonight. I'll tell you about it on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for everything. The links, the shares, the likes, the messages. I do appreciate it. I'll see you on Monday. That guy, too. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.